0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Family Change at University Transitions, a series created to support parents as their young adults take their first steps towards independent living as first-year university students. I'm Louise Wiles, co-host of the podcast Successful Student Transitions, and welcome to this final episode in this series for parents. And as a scene set for this episode, which is all about you, yes you, you wonderful parents, time to drop the parenting hat for the next 30 minutes or so and turn the focus towards you. To set the scene, I want to share this great quote from the amazing Brené Brown. People may call what happens at midlife a crisis, but it's not. It's an unravelling, a time when you feel a desperate pull to live the life you want to live not the life you're supposed to live. The unravelling is a time when you are challenged by the universe to let go of who you think you are supposed to be and to embrace who you are, Brené Brown. So with a spirit of discovery, welcome to this episode. So hello and welcome. We hope that you have enjoyed these past seven episodes that we have designed to help support you and help you as you support your young adult through this university transition. So over the seven weeks, we've shared 35 tips in total and we really hope that some have resonated and helped you as you've supported your young adult through this transition. We'd love some feedback about the podcast episodes. We'd love to know what has helped, perhaps what was missing, and what you'd like to listen to in the future. So if you have some feedback that you'd like to share with us, please email me, Louise at Louise Wiles, com. So that's Louise at Louise Wiles.com. I'd love to hear from you and just get some feedback. But today we're bringing this series to a close and we're going to focus on another five tips, which are all designed to help you to focus on you rather than on how you're supporting your young person. So your young adult, it's all about you today. Now in episode 42, we talked about coping with the empty or emptier space created by your young adult heading off to university. And we've mentioned in episodes that this experience represents a life transition for you as well as your young adult. You know, you're moving from perhaps full-time parenting or perhaps reduced parenting to less parenting, um, and life as you knew it with kids full-time at home has changed, and no doubt you have fewer day-to-day childcare responsibilities. You may have other kids around, but you know, one in relation to your university transition, young elder, is reducing. And so we think at this point it's really nice to spend some time thinking about yourself and your interests. And I know that that can feel a bit uncomfortable. You know, I know if I sit down sometimes to do this kind of thinking, it can almost feel like, oh, well, should I be spending my time on this? This is a bit kind of selfish. Surely there's 101 other things I could be doing. <laughs> um, and for parents, you know, that were so focused on family and others, that's that's really understandable. But I think it's really now time for thinking a bit about the future and what you want to experience as part of that. Yeah, as some of the space that opens up, you know, giving you more time, you perhaps now have more time and freedom to try and do new things. And for other people, perhaps it creates space to ask some of those existential questions. What do I want to create in my life, and what do I want for the next stage? And in a previous episode, we talked about you know, the experience of transitions, and we referred to Bruce Feiler's book, Life is in the Transitions, and he talked about three sort of phases, if you like, of the transition process. The first was the long goodbye, tied up with the elements of perhaps sadness, a bit of loss that sort of signifies the end of one phase of our lives and moving on to another. Then there was the messy middle and that's all about kind of a phase of what now? It's about exploration and discovery and trying new things, being curious and then new beginnings, getting going with trying new things and moving forward. And he suggests that these three phases are not necessarily linear. Some people might jump to new beginnings and not really have spent much time being sad about their young adult leaving. That's fairly normal and you know we're excited to move on as parents we know that they'll be back we'll see them again so it's not something to be too sad about but for other parents it hits them more and and they perhaps have spent time at the longer goodbye feeling sad and looking back a bit and coming to terms with where they are in life it's different for different people we all jump around these three stages but today we're going to talk a bit about the messy middle and new beginnings. So that's where the focus is today. And this is for you if you're wanting to give some thought to it. If you're sitting here listening and thinking, I'm perfectly happy with where things are now, then this episode perhaps isn't for you. So we're not saying you should be doing anything. Um, This is just an idea and some suggestions. If you feel you would like to give some thought to, yeah, what's gonna come next in life. So if you feel there's a gap that needs filling, perhaps, or you want to make some changes and reflect on how things are, then this is for you. So, um, Jennifer Petruglieri has a great book called Couples That Work. And in that, she talks about various transitions through sort of married life Um, but what interests me about what she says about transitions is that, is that transitions, she thinks, are about our inner worlds. They lead us to consider how we want to be in the world, perhaps relating to a new approach to life, a new focus on new priorities. And for some, this new way of being will then lead to new ways of doing. So it may lead to a new correct career direction, new hobbies, interests, relationships and so on. But she says the inner change must drive the outer change, lest the latter become a dramatic way to avoid the former. And, you know, we all know of people who have made sudden job changes or they've moved home, moved country, even thinking that that sort of external change will solve their internal dilemmas and problems, only to find that those changes actually haven't changed anything, and those inner issues have travelled along for the ride too. So it really pays to think about the inner, the being, and how we want to be, before making those big physical external challenges. So that's what this is all about today. And as a parent, for many years, your priorities will have been determined largely by family commitments and responsibilities. So this is your chance to, as those begin to lighten, to take some time for a rethink And that we think might even be driven by a sense that our identities as full-time parents are now evolving and changing into something else. And we want to think more consciously about what those new identities will be. It will always be parents. That's always going to be part of our lives. Our kids are not gone forever. But the nature of that parenting role changes and opens us space for an opportunity to do new things. So Elizabeth, I'm really, as here with me today, I'm really interested to know, as you've sort of, Evolved through these stages and transitions in life. How did you sort of approach this kind of transition and rethinking of priorities and roles and so on?
1: Do you know, and it was a, it was quite an interesting time for me because both my young adults went to university at the same time and there was no there were no children left in the in the house it was only the older adults that were left so it was quite an abrupt move and change for me from going to from you know being very involved doing a lot of you know care around you know you know children Mm. to them not being there at all Mm. Um, and I think of course there was sadness around and there was also a feeling that there were there was a huge opportunity for me to do other things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that other the other things were about work for me. Because mm-hmm. I had as a as a working mum, often you know, my my days were peppered through thinking I have to do this and I have to do that and how am I gonna fit it all in. And of course it never you never do. But now there was there was space to do that, mm-hmm. and so I put both feet really back in a in a work mode, mm-hmm. rather than maybe having one in and one out. Yeah. yeah. So I viewed it as an opportunity to do that uh, mm-hmm. something in a different kind of way. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think that's probably a reality for many parents you know when you're splitting your time between the parenting role and a work role particularly if you're self-employed you don't have your hours sort of decreed to you by an employer it can be quite a challenge I certainly find that to protect that work time perhaps because you do respond don't you if your kids demand something my my daughter's just done that this afternoon and that's distracted me for probably a probably good hour of my day that all adds up doesn't it So yes, yeah, the chance to to, to, yeah focus fully on the new thing. Okay, great. So we're talking about this messy middle and new beginnings. And you know, it's all about discovery and experimentation, I think. You know, there's no shoulds here. It's about spending time thinking about what you want. So if you're thinking and wanting to think about what next but you're uncertain about how to start hopefully our five tips today will give you some ideas for getting going i mean that's all we're able to do it in, in this short time but just give you some ideas and hopefully one or two will appeal and you can spend some time on those so tip one is really asking yourself "Well, what's not working for me anymore or any longer so you know think about what's no longer working for you perhaps in your work life in your personal life now, I think often, as parents, we get into jobs and we do work. that is exactly just that a job you know it has meaning because we're doing it with the end purpose of supporting family and you know our focus is on family and work kind of becomes that thing we do between nine to five. but now your family's becoming more independent and you have more space. It perhaps doesn't hold so much meaning for you in that sense anymore, so you may sort of find yourself questioning why am I doing that and that hopefully just helps you to understand perhaps why you might be might be having those thoughts and perhaps now gives you some space to think about well what do I enjoy in this job and what don't I and how can I sort of mould it differently perhaps in this next stage or maybe you've not worked for a while you decided to focus on family but now the family is around less and less and you realize being home alone is no longer working for you. So, you know, be honest with yourself about that perhaps and start to think about, well, what could I do differently now? Or maybe as we've just been talking about, you've worked part-time and juggled work and family life, but now, yeah, you see, oh, there's an opportunity to focus more on that work role and let the rest go. So ask yourself, what does appeal to you about the work you do and what does not? Also think about your approach to life and your attitude to life. What are they? How positive do you feel about them and your, your, your approach and your attitude and how you spend your time? And what would you like to change? So I'm talking there personally and professionally, just taking that whole picture and thinking about both sides. And sometimes I think we live a very should-based life, you know, built on beliefs about how we feel we should be or what we feel we should have what we feel we should should strive for in life. So how are these shoulds sitting with you these days? You know, are they shoulds that you want to perpetuate? Or are they shoulds you want to reflect on and think about? What would you replace them with? What is the inner change that might be necessary there? So having thought through all of that, then make some conclusions about perhaps what you would like to let go of you can only move forward if you let go of some of the old ways of being you you need to find the space for the new you so having thought about what you want to let go of the next question is beginning to think about what you want to be and to have so elizabeth
1: yeah so tip two that that's kind of made me think about some of my shoes as well and tip two is about thinking about your beliefs and values that will be around at this stage of transition. So when you're thinking about the shoots, they're often linked to our beliefs. So what beliefs do you hold about this next stage of life? You know, do you think that there are opportunities for you or maybe not? Do you feel you should be doing things? So kind of tune into that. Because those beliefs often creep up on us and they're often influenced a lot by cultural influences and maybe what's happened in our families and about what people do at different stages of their lives. So what's your belief about middle age and beyond? What beliefs do you hold about doing new things and moving on? So are you one of those adventurers or do you like to have things kind of remain remaining the same and consistent? It can be really helpful to ask yourself, how does this belief impact my life? Like, you know, if you imagine thinking, well, I'm middle-aged now, what's the point? That might kind of hold you back a little bit. How does it make you feel? What if you had a different belief? And and how would that belief impact and how you're feeling about what's possible and what you can do with your life? I, can I can I tell my one of my little stories at this point? Mm, like, she can. Kind of Any stories. Um, I, I think maybe I've said this one before, but I think it kind of fits in quite well here. I was writing a chapter of a book, and gosh, I was procrastinating about the whole thing. <sighs> I need to write this. I need to read more about this. I need to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of just <laughs> not getting down to it. And the, my belief was, this is really hard. I didn't say that out loud. But that's what I was telling everybody in the family. This is really hard. It's a bit too much. You know, I'll never get it done. When one of my young adults, and they were 12 at the time, said to me, what if you thought it was easy, mum? <laughs> imagined this was easy. And that challenging question to me was really, really good because it got... Straight, to my belief about how hard and difficult it was, mm. and you know that next day I got on and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a kind of example of a, of, a, of beliefs sometimes holding us back, but beliefs taking you forward too. And we have to think about our values too, and th- you know, and about time to reflect on what's important. You know, what kind of things do you want to go towards? Maybe what are your personal values or maybe even about what your work values might be? How do you want to live this next stage of your life? And what will be the most important way about how you would do it? So maybe take some time to think about, you know, your personal professional values. What's important to you? What what are you going to do? How am I going to live up to those values? How am I going to act them out? If if you have some values, it's all very well them being on paper, but they need to be acted out. So what about tip three, Louise?
0: Yeah, yeah. And actually, just going back to your your belief that this is hard, I think sometimes perhaps one of the beliefs you might attach to this experience, this whole experience, is that it's hard. So Mm. perhaps challenge you slightly there and say, Okay, well, what if it wasn't hard? What if it was?
1: What if it was easy or yeah. well,
0: fun or a time for some enjoyment around doing things differently? Yeah, and also novelty. I was listening to a podcast recently we talking about happiness and just the the importance of novelty in our lives, and I think that's one really good reason for just trying new things because we all need change and novelty in our lives. Something you know new to do things differently. So- sometimes. So perhaps just a question to yourself about that. What can I do that's novel this week? So tip three, um, look back to look forward. So you know, as parents, parenting, family life, as I said, can become all encompassing, and we can lose sight of things that we used to enjoy and love to do. Interests and hobbies. Lots of those may have fallen by the wayside over the years. So, I challenge you now to think back to the things that you've enjoyed in the past. That can be personally, professionally, family related, but that got lost somewhere in the experience of life, the busy experience of life, and became neglected. So, just have a bit of a brainstorm around that. You know, one of the things I was thinking I used to do quite a lot was cycling, and I haven't done that for such a long time. We've got bikes in the garage store. So, that's something I thinking, hmm, perhaps I'm going to get back to and try. Perhaps not in the winter, but <laughs> come the spring. And also think about your accomplishments so far, you know, because often we to move on to the next stage and we don't look back and think about what we've achieved. You will have achieved so much. And I think this is really important. If you're thinking about perhaps you know, looking for a new job or going back to work, take some time to look back over the last 10, 20 years and note your successes your achievements your accomplishments they can be those ones that you've achieved in a parental role you know we learn a lot being parents so we develop all kinds of valuable skills so helpful to go through and articulate those and think about the strengths that you use as well and you can do all kinds of strengths assessments if you want to get techy with that go online there's one called the strengths profile or the via which is one that elizabeth uses a lot but Val- values in action isn't it yeah Elizabeth yeah yeah um so stretch yourself to think back to those successes and then what contributed to those successes because that provides a really lovely platform for moving forward Um, and you can think about think about those successes and just notice how you feel as you note those down do those successes when you look at them fully with oh yes I'd love more of that or do you think yeah that was good but I'm happy to let that one go just notice how you feel, your reactions. And tip four, Elizabeth, what's tip four?
1: Tip four is remaining, kind of getting into that inner space in your world about, inner world, about being curious about your future and dreaming a little bit. Just maybe for a while, suspend any judgments you have. Forget all those responsibilities and and those beliefs about things being hard. Yeah. Um, What would you do in an ideal day or a week? How would you spend your time? What would you be doing? What would you like to have more of in your life? What are you curious about? A little bit linked to what Louise was saying there about linking it back to following things that you've had success in and interest in before. And follow that through with curiosity, maybe about could you do that? Could you dip your toe into that could you do a little bit more of that there might still be some professional interests that you have and haven't so far kind of unturned and haven't been sort of nurtured you haven't ventured into that so that there, there is something to be curious about and, you know sometimes people create their vision boards don't they about mm-hmm. putting pictures up and things uh you know, the things that they dream about or they'd like to do or places they'd like to visit or something. So maybe that would be a good thing to do at this point mm-hmm. is create this vision board of what your future life could entail. Um, good to sit in, down and journal or, or make some sort of picture about it because there you are, hopefully, your young adults are going off to dream about being in, into a different life. And you can join them in that, but do it for years.
0: I love that. Yeah, fantastic. Um, And then finally, tip five is experiment. Try something new. Just do it and see how it goes. I think so often we get hung up with thinking, well, is this the right thing? I'm not sure. And Well, yeah, just go and do it. Just go and do it because you never know where it will lead. Um, And unless you try, you won't know. So give it a go and see how it goes. Notice how it makes you feel. And notice whether you're interested and curious to do more. If you're not, then that kind of gives you an answer. But if you are, then keep going. And one area we haven't mentioned, we've been talking about personal interests and professional is also personal development as well. I mean, your young adult is at uni focused on their personal development. It's never too late to try something new and develop yourself in a new way. So that might be another area for you to consider. So we hope that these five tips have been useful. Elizabeth, do you want to summarise them?
1: Yeah, and I wish somebody had talked to me about this when my young adults were going off to university. So uh-huh. I'm feeling a bit, hmm, this, is, this, <laughs> this would have been timely for me. But tip one is what's not working for you anymore. Tip two was thinking about your beliefs and values and what you want to go towards. Tip three, look back to look forward tip four be curious about your future and dream a little and tip five experiment and try something new and just see what happens so very very kind of positive taking you forward um, hopefully in this new adventure that you've got when your young adults are off doing theirs
0: and thank you so much for listening As I said at the beginning of this episode, we'd love to know what you've thought about this series, Family Change at University Transition. So please get in touch with your feedback. We'd love to know what was the most helpful and interesting for you, what perhaps wasn't, and what we would like to hear more about. You can get in touch by emailing me, louise, at louisewiles.com. That's louisewiles, W-I-L-E-S dot com. Finally, we're going to leave you with an inspiring quote from Carl Jung. Life really does begin at 40. Up until then, you are just doing research. So we wish you well as this first university term nears an end. Bye-bye for now. And now for the legal bits. The information contained in this podcast is for information purposes only. The content is not intended to act as a substitute for professional advice. Please do not delay in seeking professional help for any medical or mental health condition. Use of the information on this podcast and associated materials is at the user's own risk.